Hello authors, I'm Joanne Morell, children's and young adult fiction writer and author of Short Nonfiction for Authors. Thanks for joining me for the Hybrid Author Podcast, sharing interviews from industry professionals to help you forge a career as a hybrid author, both independently and traditionally publishing your books. You can get the show notes for each episode and sign up for your free author pass over at the Hybrid Author website to discover your writing process, get tips on how to publish productively, and get comfortable promoting your books at www.hybridauthor.com.au. Let's crack on with the episode. Authors, I hope you're all keeping well in whatever part of the world you reside and listen to the podcast in. Today's interview is with Double Duo debut children's author Jen Sherrington and fine artist, illustrator and publisher at Wild Eyed Press, Leanne White. And we're chatting about the small press author process from writing a work, submission, contracts to artwork, editorial, market promotion... Jen's advice to debut authors and publishing shares from Leanne around ideas which grab publishers and timing. Now, this interview is quite like none other, as you'll hear whilst conducting the podcast interview. Leanne was recording in her shop and uh, she gets interrupted a few times by a 28 parrot, which literally flies into the shop and needs to be captured. And it's quite an adventure, just like Jen and Leanne's recent collaborative books, Grandma Love and Grandpa Read this book. So in my author adventure this week, after last week's affirming self-belief diagnosis, I've set to work on and in my author business. In as the writer, continuing work on my women's fiction book at the local library, which is my office for most of the work that I do and for most, most days. I've noticed I've, I've had to stop myself from kind of procrastinating while working on this manuscript. I've kind of broken it down into acts, you know, act one, act two, act three and so forth as with the plotter the outline that I use in plotter and uh yeah I I found that I keep my procrastination is rereading over the same paragraph or the same lines just constantly it it really disrupts me moving forward and I feel like it's just an absolute waste of time and it's just something I used to do in the past to make sure the writing flows and feels right and stuff like that but I'm not at that stage in this draft haven't quite got to the end of the book yet but I've decided to polish the act one and uh, so I have finished obviously act one pretty much act two so act three will need to be worked on but I just need to sort of as I said finalize act one which is like you know pretty much there act two I need to properly sort of write out and flesh out my plot and then act three from those two I'm hoping should come together so it's been a different bit of a different process I haven't really talked about the women's fiction book on here I was keeping it my newsletter uh, but as I'm starting to uh, have a publishing schedule appear and things like that I am independently publishing this book I am not looking to traditionally publish thought I would start to talk about it on the podcast so it is women's fiction which is if you look back over the podcast we've had romance writers on and women's fiction we've had the definition of women's fiction and romance so obviously romance is uh, you know romance is obviously just about the romance and women's fiction deals with you know women's uh, issues like uh, relationships family as well as romance and all the rest so mine's are sort of profession focused Uh, yeah I'll be sharing a lot more in the coming weeks but it's told from it's a friendship and it's told from three different
different perspectives. All women, of course, <laughs> and all dealing with different issues. Really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, I look forward to sharing more on that with you soon. So working on my author business, you might have seen on uh, social media, I have put up some pictures of my nonfiction books and I have made various trips to a couple of different post offices in my local area with my nonfiction books to find out how much it's going to be to send print copies to customers who purchase direct from me and my website because now that I'm back in Perth and I have stock of books that I can actually now process to people but it's been a process each post office I've found has told me something different and I feel like maybe I wasn't very organized when I went there either to know exactly what I needed to know so third time lucky when I went to the third post office I came back with brochures and had a bit more of an understanding so it's not a case of thinking oh what if you know how much is it going to be if one book if two books three books it kind of is but it's it's a case of weight and where it's going which you know me talking about it now seems to be quite common sense but I guess if you you're not really you've not done this before like I haven't I haven't really posted things that's outside of say to the UK like it's been a letter or something like that what I've never ever thought of postage and stuff like that so you know after I'd done a couple of these post office trips and I hadn't even written down what the weight of one book is now I picked up the bathroom scales from my parents room and they didn't even pick up my books being on them so if you want to weigh your books from home a small scale that you would use in the kitchen is best or if you have a thermomix which is kitchen appliance for those who don't know like myself there's scales built on that post office woman told me she weighs everything through her thermomix so same thing just kitchen scales is best because that picks up obviously the smallest thing other than so not weighing yourself <laughs> uh, scales so anyway I got the weights for the books and it goes by so the prices are in Australia anyway that I see was under 500 grams over 500 and obviously it's within Australia tracked and untracked prices and it comes down to pretty much the envelopes as well so I think for my books one book was sort of borderlining a large letter, two books the same, because mines aren't particularly thick books. They're short non-fiction books. I think freelance writing quick tips for fast success is only around the 7,000 bookmark. It's very short and simple. There's a reason for that. And then the other one is only about the 15,000 word mark as well. They're very short, uh, simple, easy to read. That was the purpose of them. That's the whole point of author linings, which is the series of non-fiction books I'm, I plan to put out. The three books, this was with an, an Australia three to four books came in under small satchel so that was just like kind of plasticky envelope that fitted them in and then of course tracked is is more you've got your international untracked and international express so international untracked six weeks now you think oh my gosh what about if someone orders it the main the main sort of places were new zealand asia pacific us and canada europe UK and Europe and then there was a price for like the rest of the world highly likely you're probably just gonna sell you know maybe but um, from my book sales I've sold in Canada US and Europe and I think I've sold direct ebooks in Australia but yeah more more through Ingram has been sort of the international side and so 
untracked is usually about six weeks whereas if you and there's also like international express that's between like one and two days and then you have tracked which is international tracked which is obviously uh the most expensive out the lot so there's quite a bit to it and then as i put out more books yeah i just feel like it's gonna get more confusing but you know and also once i get used to sort of sending them out as well then maybe it won't be too bad like anybody out there who regularly packages and posts print books across the world reach out to me let me know how you're going your story anything to share i'd much appreciate that would be great you can contact me uh, at joanne at hybridauthor.com.au so the other thing i also went to officeworks and i bought a square like credit card tap so for paying for print books you know people can now pay for my books with this card machine thing which i haven't actually set up yet there's a librarian who has a credit card to buy books with at the moment obviously i'm getting them set up through my website but you know this library is very close by rather than them having to pay for postage and stuff like that i can actually now just go in the library she can tap the credit card and i can give her the books personally and it's also going to aid me when i am out doing workshops and other stuff like that so i feel a little bit more set up in in my book business and yeah i felt quite excited by this little machine as well hopefully fingers crossed i can work it so (laughs) stay tuned on that So if you love the podcast or any of the episodes has helped you further in your author career, you can now pay it forward by buying me a coffee over at www.buymeacoffee.com slash the hybrid author. Let's all support each other. Jen Sherrington is a children's author and educator based in Perth, Western Australia. Jen's favourite things spark writing ideas from family moments, friendship fun and animal antics which all sneak into her stories. Inspiration often whirls when she's chatting with book club, movie group and writing buddies. Craft dabbling, Latin dancing and world exploring also make Jen's smiles grow. Leanne White is a fine artist and a children's book illustrator with many publications under her belt in the picture book genre. Within Wild Eyed Press, a small traditional publishing house with a strong focus on Australian natural environment, Leanne White undertakes the role of editor when she's not illustrating a book, liaising and coordinating with other authors and illustrators. First publishing books in 2010, Wild Eyed Press has grown to publish many children's picture books that are now sold throughout Australia with some award-winning titles. Their team aims for high-quality printed books with stories that will capture the imagination and hearts of young readers. Wow. Welcome to the Hybrid Author Podcast, Jen and Leanne. Hi, Joe. We are very, very excited to have you both here today. Jen, can you tell us how you got into writing? And then, Leanne, we will speak to you about how you came to be a publisher. Well, Joe, my writing started as a kid. I was lucky to be read to as a child. Dad used to read to me every night. I grew up in a farm, so there was lots of time and space for imagining. And then as a teen, I did all the angsty diary writing and lots of letter writing and poetry writing and sharing gifts with words. And I've even received little messages in the past and letters from friends of what I've sent them years and years ago. Writing-wise, correct? 
career-wise, I dabbled the idea of becoming a journalist or a librarian, but then followed my childhood dream of being a teacher. And there I could also share the wonders of reading and writing and discovering and idea bouncing. And over the decades, I've been able to squeeze my love of writing into, into, my, into my career. So with special education and PIAC, gifted and talented students and languages and teaching kids right from kindy to teens. Um, and one particular strategy which I throw into my writing is critical and creative thinking strategies. And and I've, used, I've squeezed those into environmental initiatives and STEM, literacy celebrations, book week, writing workshops. And then out of the classroom, being a teacher, I went out to the wheat belt, married a farmer. And while I was pregnant with morning sickness, I started doing a writing correspondence course. And when our first computer cranked up, I submitted manuscripts to publishers and received the snail mail rejections. But my, I was still enthusiastic and opportunities also arose in the Wheatbelt community, contributing to our community uh, paper. And I did more courses and coming to Perth later on. There, there was more story discovering and there's book clubs and film clubs. But I decided to spend more time writing when we were on, my husband and I were on holidays, a long service lead in Copenhagen, where Hans Christian Andersen was celebrated. And when I came back, I chose to take more long service lead and joined Squibby, CBCA and ASA and critique groups and a library group and kept writing. So most days I write and I'm really lucky. I have a writing buddy that helps me with my writing where we can share our real world and story world um, ideas and bounce ideas and wordplay and critiquing. So that's how I've started writing a long sport uh, field there. <laughs> no, no, that's amazing. It's, it sounds like it's been a lifelong passion and you've been really proactive about it and have seeked inspiration in all aspects of your life so no that's absolutely gorgeous what about yourself Leanne? So in terms of being an illustrator first of all um, I uh, have lived in all sorts of different parts of Western Australia particularly up north I was there I was a teacher as well so my first teaching position was an Aboriginal community out in the desert that was 1989 90 little place called Jigalong at the time there were 400 Madu people there and at the most there were 11 white people and so I painted a lot and then we went up to uh, Kananara and I was there we were there for 10 years and as a teacher I was in the art room but I was also had the kids that were on like the catch-up program so uh, you know quite a lot of remedial teaching which was a lot of literacy and that's where the passion for literacy and the children's books and children's reading and children's writing came from initially and so only I stopped teaching about five years ago and yeah that passion's lasted for that whole time but while I was up north I actually um, painted the whole time and um, fed galleries and so at different times we traveled and I supplied galleries that were in different places uh, like in the northern territory and so some of my work got into print material and then we moved down south and I kept going with the print material. So once I had a market in places all over Australia and we started with stationery and just, you know, fine art prints and then we went, right, let's get into the 
publishing house, which was part of the design all the time to do that. And so we bought out four books to start with, and that was in 2011. And so we've just continued with that. So I do illustrate some books in that publishing house sometimes, but then other times I actually work as editor and with the editing process, it was just a traditional publishing house. So people send in their manuscripts and I read them and kind of select what we think would be good for our list. By this stage, we have got distribution out everywhere and like lots of titles and so I read and then we actually just employ a lot of freelance experts specialists so to speak so we do employ freelance editors an art editor Uh, we've got a graphic designer that we've kept with uh, right from the word go from when he was 21 and of course now he's in his 30s and he's got five children not that many but (laughs) he's got a a swag of kids and yeah we've just this business has just kept going and going and yeah I'm always outsourcing like if I am illustrating the involvement my involvement in that book is way too close so I send it out to editors including the art editors they look at my like black line masters and just check out my sketches my characters and yeah and uh, until we get to the final you know stage where I'm ready to actually illustrate with color. Wow, that's amazing. That's so inspiring. And I've recently been to Kananara myself. So I can, you know, 10 years up there. And then from to down south, it's, uh, it's quite a difference with the, the climate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although when you've lived in one extreme, and then you move to another extreme, so we were in Albany for years, it is definitely the same kind of living just on the other <laughs> yes yeah, yeah well you, you know you and Jen have recently produced grandma love and grandpa read this book and today's topic we're going to talk about the author small press publisher process so can you both walk us through start to finish I suppose Jen obviously submitted her work to you Leanne and then how it went from there and time frames and tell us the story so I had, I'd been admiring Wild Eye Press picture books from afar and thought possibly some of my manuscripts would be a good fit for um, Leanne's, for, for, for Wild Eye Press. I sent a version of Grandpa, read this book off, and that sparked interest. Then Leanne suggested the possibility of a companion book and the matchmaker in me modified a manuscript script which became Grandma Love. Contracts were signed and then that was followed by suggestions and guidance and lots of learning curves for me and Leanne guided me in pagination and bringing a surprise to every page. There was talk about gutters and the power of pictures to make the characters and settings and the narrative sparkle which Yeah, it was so exciting. Another thing that Leanne suggested and which I really enjoyed doing was coming up with ideas for handwritten text and magical elements and then some nature discoveries and fact-finding facts were uh, included in the grandpa book. So, yeah. It's taken a while. When it first started, my uh, when I, there was first interest, my um, or during that time, my sons have ended up getting married, beautiful girls, having kids. So I can actually promote these books as a real grandma now, which, oh, is, which is lovely too. So um, yeah. yeah, so it's been great just as a debut author, being able to see the books grow 
and evolved with Lisa's, with Leanne's input. In most cases, an author and illustrator doesn't communicate. And so during the picture book process, but we've been able to have emails and chats and face-to-face brainstorming, and I've been able to admire the artwork progress and get an understanding of that, as well as nifty tips about publishing and promoting and book party. Oh, it sounds like an amazing, amazing adventure that you've both been on. Are you the illustrator of the books, Leanne? Yes. So I've um, illustrated both the books. Jen's right, it did take a really long time. Basically, as the publishing house, we, you know, work in that, you know, you've got your, your reprints and sometimes that takes you by surprise. So we don't we don't work with an overdraft or anything like that. So basically, when the books sell, well, then we, we go and reprint and sometimes it just does take us by surprise. So I think we got a whole year out because, well, for a start, there was the COVID thing that happened and then we were just reprinting books and of course that was money coming out and you know the delay time on when we were going to get these books done um, just kept happening and the list kind of got a little bit further set back Do you know a 28 parrot <laughs> has just come in got caught in the house here oh my gosh <laughs> the, window. the joys of living down south <laughs> Yeah, is I it okay to... or is it is the I, bird I can all right? Hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> but then, of course, the grandpa book is a really complicated lot of illustrations. The grandma book, not so much. But I wanted the grandpa book initially because I was just imagining sitting with a grandpa on your lap and oh you know with a child on on your mm-hmm. lap and, you know just looking into those illustrations and seeing everything sorry there's this this 28 <laughs> is actually inside oh my gosh ask what's happening i'm gonna have to go get a blanket and i almost wish i was sharing the video jen and we could have got a clip, <laughs> oh, a clip of the bird <laughs> right i think i think there's a story in there isn't there so yeah <laughs> See, I like all this this stuff. It, for me, it does paint a picture and a story and whatnot. So yeah, I'll probably leave that oh, well, bit you, in. You, but, yeah. yeah, bit of an adventure yeah. with the podcast. So. <laughs> Jen, you're a debut author. What would your advice be to authors publishing for the first time? Uh, anything you want to, any author tips you'd like to share? Okay, I think have fun, enjoy the process and yeah, tap into what brings you joy have fun bouncing the ideas and playing with words. Be patient. Soak up the valuable advice. Dip your toe into social media and embrace the uplifting people and moments. For me, family and friends from different eras and people from different worlds cheering me on and the writing community, that has, that's, Add sparkle and, and, and magic to it all. Yeah, just have, you know, a really good time discovering the stories and adventures and adventures and stories. And I can probably finish off with an author quote, which is my quote from the back of the grandpa book, which is, did you know reading helps? helps ideas, understanding and togetherness grow. Oh, I love that. That's really gorgeous. So have you are you have you read any of the books to any of your classes yet or anything like that? No, I haven't. <laughs> but yesterday I read the both books to my one year old grandson. Mm. who's still learning to talk, but to Leanne's credit, he oohed and ahed and thought that 
I was a grandma and my, my husband was the grandpa in the book and he was a little boy and did all the ooing and ahhing and wowing following the narrative arc. So that's been my trial. I mean, I have read it to friends and teachers and got their feedback too. Yeah. Oh, no, that's gorgeous. And I think that's, oh, that would be just such a special moment. I think holding your book in your hand and actually reading it to, uh, you know, the target audience that is from your family or to friends would be absolutely cherished moments. No, that's wonderful. So I guess your experience here working with a small press are you quite glad that's been your experience first off rather than say going with one of the larger publishers and probably feeling I don't know I mean I I haven't obviously gone through the traditional route yet it's something that I'm trying and this is the hybrid author podcast so we talk about self-publishing and going down the traditional route what it sounds like to me with the small press is that it might suit hybrid authors because they get to have that working relationship a bit more a bit more of the control I suppose rather than saying going with a large organization yep you're right Joe. as a debut author being able to work with an experienced writer illustrator and publisher has been really valuable. Uh, being in the same state and kidney community as Leanne has been good. I know about her books. I know about her passion for nature. So that has been good. And just having the opportunities to collaborate has been fabulous. So I've been able to, we've been able to have the catch-ups and I've been able to see the illustrations, bring the stories to life and yeah, and then the buzz of bringing those ideas together, which you wouldn't get if you were on, possibly wouldn't get if you're on different sides of the country. And when we got to the part where we were enhancing the stories with handwritten text, that and you were having to think on your feet together, that was really great. So, yeah, it's helped me to develop as a writer, and particularly a picture-book writer, and also to understand the publishing process. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And I think uh, it would it definitely, like you said, it would be really exciting And because I've heard from some people who have gone through sort of larger publishing companies. It's kind of there for the, the work and the editing thing. I'm not sure how much say they get on any kind of design or anything like that and then it's kind of just a waiting game until it comes out whereas you know you've been able to be involved in every bit of the process and actually collaborate together which is great and you know self-promote it as well in the different areas being in the same state together that would be pretty cool yes yeah lots of teamwork oh fantastic and is there any more collaboration coming up in the future or are you writing some other books or different genres? I'm playing around with a chapter book which is written from the heart and I've got lots of manuscripts that I play around with though Leanne and I did have a few throwaway comments about maybe grandpa reading some more books or grandma love having more adventures. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's great. And so with your submitting process, because you've been doing it for a while now and you do have different things, are you back? (laughs) You know, it wasn't one. There were two. Oh, my gosh. You should have got a photo of that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. They, on the veranda, they have been going nuts on all the geraniums and they're just shredding them and they just came in the open door. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. insane. <laughs> so at one point I was a wildlife carer and I, you know, would normally would uh, go and get these with welding gloves, but I had a couple of blankets. 
shape things so yeah <laughs> well no I was just asking Jen she has shared her author advice and yeah just wondering Jen now that you are you obviously write chapter books and picture books and things like that when you're submitting do you think about the work and you've got like a database now of publishers that you're like oh it would suit them it would suit them before when you do you have like a publishing submitting process I guess is my question to you <laughs> um I usually write from the heart and then have a look and see what the guidelines are for different publishers because that tends to change too and I look at when the submission windows are open often I'll write on a story sit on it for a while and then change it or adapt it when I have a look and see what's required yeah so and I usually, I have manuscripts out there waiting for responses and rejections. And, and these days I even get excited about rejections because, you know, someone's read it. But I just, I just keep writing. I write for the fun and then send, send things off. Oh, amazing. And Leanne, do you have like uh, a lot of publishers seem to have windows open now and, and even seasons where they're accepting manuscripts rather than just uh, honestly all the time. So is there a limit to the books you publish each year? There is definitely a limit uh, to what we publish each year. We are very small. So we just produce usually about three picture books in a year. But like I said, that can get a little out of sort depending on reprints. Reprints can mm. just be a big thing so no we don't have windows I just receive manuscripts and I read them I do sit on them for a while like sometimes I read them I actually uh, it, it sounds really rude but I don't reply to all of them straight away because I just like to sit and think about it and just wait and you know, quite often you already have a little idea. So we work with Australia's natural environment. So that can include obviously stories that are about fauna, but then we've also had like one year we produced books that were totally on nature play. And then we've had a few books that are nonsense books because I like the idea that children are reading something that's actually just really lighthearted and just for fun that they're going to enjoy. But then at the same time, we've had some other books that we've produced that on a, if you take the animals on an anthropomorphic level, they've uh, had this really good messy that's there for children but you know oh do you know what <laughs> I've just seen the 28 actually walk out the door <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't write this into it you should be filled with it you should be filled with it with Jen's manuscript when that came through I, when you read them do you have like a publisher brain, but your illustrator brain is going off at yes. the same time? So did you instantly see Jen's work in your mind as the illustrator? No. And then, no? Okay. Okay. No, I saw it from publishers point right. of view. Jen, can you remember when the first one came through, which was, was it Grandpa Read This Book? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, it started off as Dad. Dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so manuscripts come through and it's usually the initial idea and I read and think, well, that concept actually is really great because I have to say 90% of the time when the manuscripts come through, they are very well written. You know, the authors, I think, are doing a great job in that they, they know their content 
they know what how to present it so it's easy to, for me to read there's not a lot of well there's very rarely actually any errors in there they've already got them pretty well formatted so that it'll transfer into a picture book format but it's the initial idea and so when it's that little kernel and I think you know what that will actually work really well we had one manuscript come through for example and the author we did have a quite a lot of work on that manuscript to get it to the point where it was ready to publish and it's called Ambrosia Honey Bun Polka Dot (laughs) we published this book it's about a little ladybird called ambrosia honey bun polka dot who just really wants to get to a little person's hand and give that hand a little tickle Mm, that's gorgeous (laughs) yeah and so when the idea came through for that I just went you know what that is absolutely beautiful and so we've done that we did that book several years ago and I've done a lot of volunteer work with um, time and such things at libraries and you know that is a book that just reads so beautifully the kids love it so it's just that initial idea really Yeah. yeah That's amazing. So would that be your advice to authors looking to send and publish work through you is just, you know, be playful, be true to your work? And Yeah, yeah. And I have to say it has to do a lot with timing as well. Another example is we have a book, beautiful book called Mama and Hug, which is about uh, a mama koala who gets caught in a bushfire with her baby hug. And a rehabilitation centre takes the koalas and then, you know, reunites them after they've been had their treatment. And so that was a beautiful book. And we had published that one. And then another lovely manuscript came through, which was about a ranger who was actually going and collecting animals that were fleeing from a bushfire area. And at the time, I looked at this manuscript and thought, that's really nice. I love the idea. And of course, it was very well written. And I just thought, we've just done the bushfire book. I don't think we'll do another one. So, you know, even though it was really great, we didn't take that one on. And since then, I've seen that that story has been published, I think, in School Magazine. I saw that it had won. It was the author, you know, there was a post that they put up. And then since then, it's been published. And that book has actually won an award, you know. But at the time for us, we we just had done a bushfire book. So I just didn't want to have another one. Right. So it's not a case of like some of the larger publishers, they sort of, you know, you get asked that question, where do you see the book sitting in the market? And, you know, you wouldn't market it to say, oh, well, you know, you love the first bush one we done here's the second one not like that because you just put out smaller a smaller amount I suppose yeah yeah but I would say that that is probably a similar case in most publishing houses you know that they that manuscripts come in and they say well this is really great but we've just done this one or we're working with this one because you know every picture book I I like to think that you know an illustrator has at least 12 months to work on and prior to that you've got months you've got months where you're actually you know getting people to really craft their manuscript and you know you have to have that many those manuscripts pretty tight before you actually even send it to an illustrator 
I guess um, if you put two out the same, they're mo- almost in competition with each other as well, I suppose. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Crazy. Well, um, Jen, can you tell us about the book? So the Grandma Love and Grandpa Read This Book. What what are they about? Okay, so the Grandma Book, I'll read the blurb to you. Read, laugh, love and play. Discover magical grandmother moments with Grandma Love. This huggable, heartwarming book is for with gorgeous nature-spired illustrations and the grandpa book grandpa read this book let's open it have a look celebrate the magic of books this book will take you on a journey of imagination and togetherness beautifully illustrated picture book to treasure forever a gift for all ages oh that's wonderful well they both sound absolutely lovely and it sounds like it's been such a a a beautiful flourishing author adventure or author (laughs) small press adventure that you've both been on can you tell our listeners where can they discover these books you know in stores and online close to home and on holidays i love going on wild press publication uh, discovery journey so i will have a look in different destinations to see where I can buy the buy the books and I'm very excited about going to these spots and seeing my these two beautiful books on display. Our books are distributed throughout Australia so we do have an agent and she supplies a lot of shops particularly the children's shops they're in a lot of gift shops they're in different bookshops. Then, of course, they're on the website, www.wildeyedpress.com.au website. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time and expertise, Jen and Leanne. Our listeners, I'm sure they'll just love going out to read the picture books and we look forward to seeing what else you guys produce in the future. Thank you, Joe. It's been great chatting. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Thanks very much. So there you have it, folks, Jen and Leanne out in the wilds now. Grandma love and grandpa read this book. I hope you enjoyed the hilarity and heart of this episode as much as I did. And you'll enjoy sharing their creative work with your loved ones too. Next time on the Hybrid Author Podcast, we have children's author Catherine Lefroy sharing her breaking into screenwriting secrets. I wish you well in your author adventure this next week. That's it from me. Bye for now. That's the end for now, authors. I hope you are further forward in your author adventure after listening, and I hope you'll listen next time. Remember to head on over to the Hybrid Author website at www.hybridauthor.com.au to get your free author pass. It's bye for now.